Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Night Call, a production of iHeartRadio. It's 4.15 a.m. at Club Coco Bongo in Cancun, and you're listening to Night Call. And welcome to Night Call, a call-in show for our dystopian reality. My name is Emily Yoshida. I am in Los Angeles. And with me on the other line is... Molly Lambert and... Tess Lynch. And we're going to start off this week with a night email from our listener, Saoli. I think I'm pronouncing that right. And she writes... Long-time listener, first-time e-caller. I saw this link on Reddit and could only think of this podcast. It's a video of drunk people in Miami unbothered by coronavirus in the name of spring break. Watching a herd of people rationalize the irrational through the power of alcohol is profound. One might even say cult-like. 
Also, thank you guys for reporting on the issues at hand with your usual dose of dark silliness. This pod has been both an uplifting and informative resource in trying times. Wishing you all safety and health. Thank you so much, Sauli. Again, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Um, yeah, uh, definitely saw this making the rounds uh, this week on the socials. Um, Miami remains undaunted in the face of coronavirus. Are we surprised? I'm a little I'm surprised. surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm extremely surprised. I mean, I mean, spring break is all about uh, a uh, immortality complex, though. I mean, just poisoning yourself and, and harming your body over and over and over again. It's because true. It is a, a, help you or a, hedonistic, you. a hedonistic celebration. Again, I blame this more on all the cities for not shutting down in time. Yeah. I think we can also keep a big pile of blame on STS, the travel agency that has been booking Mm. these like massive uh, vacations. They have not canceled. I mean, as of recording, I don't think that they have canceled anything, um, which is mind boggling. But then you're then you have to think about the fact that under normal conditions, this is a travel agency that's just like taking a big risk on people getting their stomachs pumped and stuff. So maybe they're just used to that. Um, but I was astonished that there was that video of that one guy going around where he was like, oh, if I have to go down with coronavirus, like I've been waiting for the spring break for a long time, so I got to do it. You're just like, wow, what is wrong it, with people? It just doesn't seem like even like surely people are like at least a little bit stressed or something, right? Like I just can't, even if you decided that it wasn't going to kill you, like why would you be in the mood for this at all? I can't, I can't get it. I feel like they also made the mistake of being like, it doesn't affect young people in the news for a while. And then they had to walk that back. Yeah. Probably a lot of young people were like, well, it doesn't affect me. So like, I'm going to like a toilet seat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's been really, um, quite embarrassing for for a lot of millennials and and gen zers i will have to say but i I mean for what you were saying though about the cities like the mayor of miami is not happy about this (laughs) he's like trying to get people to leave and they're not he gave a quote where he said spring break is over (laughs) so spring break break is over Miami Beach Mayor Dan Gelber says, we cannot become a Petri dish for a very dangerous virus. Spring break is over. The party is over. Oh, man. Okay, Dad. The mayor of Miami (laughs) says the party is over. Well, I mean, we have to wait until Pitbull weighs in, the true mayor of Miami, but... But that's pretty serious. <laughs> well, Mr. Worldwide knows that this is a worldwide pandemic. Yeah, exactly. no, Mr. Worldwide is a collectivist. He gets yeah. it. I, I would assume so. I don't, I haven't actually heard from Pitbull. Yet, Pitbull, but I if you're know, listening, so. please call in tonight. Call and let us know the official Pitbull stance on spring break 2020. Pitbull records a special track, like an uplift, like, like does his version of the horrible Gal Gadot, like celebrity imagine video. But if he does like a party track, I'm going to weep. Like that's no, going I mean, to break me. It will I'm, make me so happy. I'm definitely <laughs> here for, you know, I don't think there should be no coronavirus novelty songs. I think just the the maudlin ones are like terrible but there's a version of fuck corona uh that is the song fuck katrina it's mm-hmm. like a new orleans bounce song that was called fuck katrina somebody did an update called fuck corona yeah. been listening to that a lot makes me that's it's good it's great well it also Honestly, just puts you 
puts you in a well, good mood. You guys know I was like obsessed with the video from Italy of the guy playing rhythm of the night yeah. uh, off his balcony, but that's the artist is Corona. Like it's oh, got right. a double yeah. meaning. <laughs> there are all sorts of Corona party songs. Rhythm there, of the so. night is a great song. It's a fantastic song. I hate you cry. I have hated the song Imagine. It's in my top <laughs> 10 hated songs anyway. So I felt, I was glad. I was like, finally, everyone else is catching. Now we can finally agree. This is an Imagine we can all hate. But yeah, yeah Rhythm of the Night. You killed the song. I, it, I hope so. Yeah. Johnny had Imagine in his head because of it and all the parodies. And he was like, will you please like put some other song in my head? Because I hate Imagine. And so I started singing Mambo Number no. Five. <laughs> I have been listening to Mambo Number no. Five because when you're in a very like heightened emotional state and you feel really nudgy, there's something yeah. it just gets you gets you jiggling. Yeah, no, I tried to make a Quiet Storm mix because I was feeling so stressed out. I was like, I have to make a mix. And I thought Quiet Storm would relax me, but then it was like too emotional. And yeah. It was too late at night. Yeah. So then I was like, I'm just gonna make a mix of 90s R&B songs about like sitting in your room and staying home sitting um, up in your room perhaps sitting up in your room just <laughs> kicking it yeah nothing depressing nothing depressing. yeah no I've realized now that a lot of my music is too scary to listen to now I listen right, which to is a lot fine of like, other times yeah I mean anybody who's been to a night call nights knows that I tend to play like some spooky vibes <laughs> and uh and that's not just for night call like that's my taste in music and a lot of it I'm just put on for five seconds and I'm like nope nope can't listen to this right now um I feel that way about movies there's a lot of movies I don't want to watch specifically it what did you watch them I've been oh, watching... it, oh it follows I was thinking I was like I'm in the perfect mood for it follows yeah. right now you watched Annihilation also you're really leaning into it I oh, didn't like right. Annihilation that much the first time we, we saw it and covered it on I know you guys clowned on it super hard yes but look who gets yeah. the last laugh yeah I know and I and I enjoyed it my husband's first time seeing it he enjoyed it it's I mean family. I don't know See, what Emily, we're you were right to... all along. I Thank also think... you. <laughs> Give it up. Um, well, uh, speaking of uh, Florida, <laughs> um, <laughs> on, on all counts, uh, so so what, what's the situation with the Disney properties right now? Disney World remains open? No, they are all closed. They're all closed now. Okay, yeah, good. They're forced to close. Um, there was an exception in the California bill that they could stay open, but they're right. not doing it because they don't want people to get coronavirus at Disneyland. I believe yeah. um, iHeartRadio podcast's own Jamie Loftus went the last day before Disneyland closed forever. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and had a, had a great time, but... They shut it down. And in Disney World, they did something seemingly worse, which is that because people like travel to Orlando yeah. and are maybe just stuck in Orlando, um, the president of Disney World did something where they like brought everybody out for one last fireworks show to be like, hey, you know, we know you're not getting your Disney World trip. So here's a a little nice thank you anyway of a fireworks show. But it was like, a billion people crowded in a plaza together. Oh my god. Such a bad idea. Yeah. Um, I've been appreciating that so far in my limited experiences outside, people have been respecting the social distancing, you know, like six feet. Yeah. Um, 
but I know that that has not been the case everywhere. I know well, in New York, a lot of people have been complaining that people just don't seem to be I acting I think it must be a lot harder in New York oh, because definitely. you're in a much denser space, uh, people-wise. It definitely seems pretty easy in LA if you are in the an area that's not super... Even if you are, it's like you can... As you they say in Marriage Story, your guys' favorite <laughs> movie, space. there's just I more space. I have thought of that. But <laughs> <laughs> they did shut down, they shut down the Chinese theater. They shut down all the big tourist attractions for real. Mm-hmm. Bourbon Street is shut down in New Orleans. Um, and there's a really good cam network I'm sure I've talked about before called Earth Cam that just has live cams on a bunch of basically tourist areas around the world. And I've definitely been looking at those. I posted some spooky screen grabs on my Twitter um, the other night, but just Bourbon Street's totally empty. I watched just a rat run around and be the king of Bourbon Street, and it was the best. Yeah, there's been a lot of good animal videos, again, like (laughs) very, um, very annihilation-y. Yeah, and I think- Coming out to party. I think the people who are being eco-fascist about it and being like, it's because the earth is like reclaiming its, its time are not good, obviously, but it's just, yeah, it's not, sorry, run it back. <laughs> right, right. Well, and this um, will be coming before we talk about that. It's just Yeah, a- yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it just shows that we obviously also need to deal with climate change and talk about that. And in a way, it's all one problem. Yeah. I think the thing that's driving me crazy right now is that like, obviously, like this is not unrelated to climate change. Like this is something that has been predicted for a long time. The ability for these mass pandemics to to break out because of climate change. Um, and like, I went out to take the trash out today. I'm like, I'm like, I, I am way on one end of a scale as far as like um, recycling, food waste, uh, stuff like that. I'm hyper vigilant about it. And I try to generate as little waste as possible. So I was like bringing out my two little like Trader Joe's bags of trash and recyclables and just seeing like people piled up like all their pizza boxes and stuff. Cause everybody's just ordering delivery, I guess. And like, um, and ordering shit off of Amazon. It's just like, Oh God, like <laughs> this is sort of compounding this. No. Natural- and it, it feels like a reckoning because it's like we're in techno feudalism where we have all this useless yeah. like baroque stuff we have the weirdest things that people don't actually need but we don't have any of the baseline things we actually do need yeah and that yeah. but also on the flip side i will i will just play devil's advocate and say that i think families who have little kids were creating a ton of trash right now and feel terrible about it but it's like i don't know even how, where to begin with that because everything has yeah. to be delivered and yeah it's not and it's not on the individual it's just this entire system that we've yeah. like grown up in where it's just like oh you can order a cable that you need that comes in an entire box with shipping materials all over it and that makes yes, sense exactly. like and, and it, there's no and it's cheap so yeah. why not do it? But well, like, do you guys yeah. remember when people made when bottled water was like a rich people thing? Yeah, I remember it, when bottled water used to be made fun of, and now everybody just yeah, and now it's just how people drink water. Yeah, um, it definitely feels like we're being forced to walk back some of the things that everybody took for granted about how the world works. Yeah, maybe again, possibly for good because some also of those just, things aren't great. 
never forget that Avion is naive backwards <laughs> from Gen X. This is totally off topic, but I will just say that one thing that this shift has made me consider is is owning chickens, which I, oh, I know. never. I want a chicken. <laughs> I tried I want- to sell my family on it. And everyone was like, we really, like, even my kids were like, we don't want more animals to take care of. Like, we're stretched so thin. And I was like, you guys, I can't find any eggs. I don't have much to do. It's time to get chickens. And I couldn't even no, sell the kids. Get chicken. a chicken. I'll, I'll co-parent your chicken with you because you have you? a yard okay. and I don't. I, I will call totally chicken. Ha- yes. Let's, Let's do this. Should, well, the only thing I get worried people. about, though, is that it would be eaten by a coyote. And then we both... <laughs> Not terrible. if it's in a coop. Not if it's in a coop. What if it Maybe. flies in the coop? That's something chickens do. <laughs> we need to start taking suggestions now for the name of the night call chicken. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's our mascot. Our future mascot. Watched uh, a lot of this show, Doomsday Preppers, the other day. So you were in a mood for that. But not <laughs> you know, I didn't like, think I can't it, understand. It ended up being really funny, not on purpose. <laughs> But it also had some good tips, I'm just going to say. Such as? Um, Well, also another friend of mine, my friend Lizzie was saying, she's a researcher for films. And for the last like three months, she was doing research on a film about a pandemic and read everything about pandemics. And then kind of like became not a prepper, but like bought a lot of food as soon as she heard about coronavirus. And she said she was like the first person at the store doing it. And the store employees were like, why are you buying so much food? She was like, because it's coming. Well, we're all living in it now. Still can't find any toilet paper. It's fine. Um, We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to have a very special night call for a very special night call correspondent. We'll be right back. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. 
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Hi, what is LA like? Do you go to school with any famous kids? Are there ghosts in LA? Do you believe in ghosts? I don't, even though my dad does. I don't even an alien stuff. Do you? Bye. So Emmett is my kid. And he's here. He's going to be answering that um, night call that came from Adeline from New York. So, Emmett, what's it like living in L.A.? Well, it's extremely fun. Uh-huh. My mom does not want to go back to Connecticut. <laughs> and video games. <laughs> Do you um, know any famous kids? Uh, not at all. Not at all. And do you believe in ghosts? You've got a maybe. Okay, we've got a maybe. We've got a maybe. Do you yeah, believe in maybe? Do you believe in aliens? Totally. That was awesome. We had a couple of other questions um, from readers. Let's see here. Okay, so we have. I wanted to get an idea of what it was like to be a kid during COVID nineteen. So we're getting we're getting the the voice of the youth here. Yeah, what do you think, what's it been like for the past week since you haven't had school? Awesome. It's been awesome, why? Because I get to do video games all day, I get to do a cute friend homeschool with no crazy hard homework, uh-huh. and I get video game playdates. Yeah, video game playdates have been really clutch. Who do you play with? Henry Parker. Is he as good at, as you are at Zelda? No. No. <laughs> Is anyone as good as you are at Zelda? No. No. It, except for Dad. Dad. Dad is really good at Zelda, too. Um, from Eric, we had a question. What do you think school will be like next year after, since everybody had so much Probably I'll be in third grade since it's like a whole summer. Uh-huh. This coronavirus stuff. Do you feel prepared for third grade right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the pod says everything. Yes. 
What do you know about coronavirus? What? I'm not a grown-up. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. I'm doing a great job teaching you then, the important stuff. Um, thank you, Emmett. Were you nervous to be on this podcast? Oh, uh, let's do that in extremely. Extremely nervous. <laughs> I think you did a good job. I can't tell at all. How much money are you getting? $3. Yeah, you're getting, Emma's getting $3. <laughs> awesome. Okay, buddy, thank you so much. I'm going to let Emmett um, go. I'm going to free him. From- the package has left the building. <laughs> thank you, Emmett. And can you walk yourself back into the house? Thank, thank you, thank Emmett. You. I have, love- a good, have a good day. <laughs> I love, love hearing you. from the single digit Thanks, age uh, uh, cohort. We need to get a diversity of uh, viewpoints and right now a night call for the our extreme times right now. So thank you very much to Emmett for that. Me too. It is really <laughs> interesting to think about too, because it's like, we keep placing it in terms of like our entire adult lives have been so weird, but we had like a period of normalcy before that. If you're a kid right now you're all, you're just like that's just what it's like everything's yeah. weird all the time yeah yeah I think it's actually harder for kids like Emmett is kind of able to roll with it a bit better than my daughter because she she doesn't she can't understand what is happening he kind of can and it's so far so good but I think when we enter week three it's gonna not be good for anybody yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, I think human, all humans of all ages are encountering like the limits of uh, indoor time, but also the importance of indoor time. What have you been doing to, to keep everybody occupied, Tess? What kind of programming have you, uh, have you moved into this week? <laughs> um, okay, so every day, uh, both kids have, or actually my daughter has Zoom meetings with preschool which um that's so sophisticated (laughs) i know um they do circle time zoom meetings and uh emmett's teacher his second grade teacher does uh, story time so she's reading fantastic mr fox every day and we take a walk every day uh that it's not raining and other than that straight up television all the time (laughs) that's what i've heard that is what I have heard from uh, many parents is that it's really hard. Screen time rules are off. They are off. And I mean, they're really good. Like we have a couple of different educational software things in the mix. There's Freckle, Khan Academy and Prodigy. Um, and so we've been trying to do some of that and you can earn video game minutes if you do reading minutes. But it's so hard because it's really, especially if you have multiple kids, I think you have to be so on top of it and being managing both kids different activities from home is so hard especially when you're just trying to like maintain your your chill level yeah it's- on the other hand is it nice to like have a, a task yes I mean it's, it's also nice to have the company like we're all kind of we're like hunkered down and trying to make the best of it but it's hard when they get cranky and it's, you know, trying to explain that we can't go anywhere um, yeah. as of yesterday. And, and it's, I, I'm very supportive of that. I want everyone to stay home. And other than our walks around the block, we've been staying home. But like explaining to my daughter, you know, that we can't go on a planned trip to Legoland or a school trip that she had been looking forward to and that kind of stuff is, is just, it's a bummer. 
I mean, yeah. this is, even if you're not a kid, this has been a weird thing I've noticed with my brain's, you know, fleeting grasps of reality with all of this. <laughs> like there was a point last night and it was sometime after they issued the shelter in place order for Los Angeles that, you know, and again, it's this thing where it's like, I was fine to stay. I was more or less doing shelter in place before there was an order for it. But now they've kind of made it official and 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 given all these recommendations and then kind of having that order come down is just like oh god wait what wait what's happening wait this is not <laughs> like suddenly I started having a freak out moment last night um even though I wasn't really fundamentally changing my behavior but just the uh, your brain does a lot of work to kind of screen you from thinking about yeah. the reality of it <laughs> moment to moment and sometimes that screen falls a little bit at uh, some point every night I've had like a wave of panic wash over me where I just think okay this this could really just I mean you couldn't end up knowing all of these people who die it's just like you're you go down into the dark place mm -hmm. and then in the morning I wake up and I feel okay because for a minute I don't remember what's going on Oh, Johnny, yeah. Johnny yeah. said it's like the time loop, the time loop from Russian Doll. Yes, exactly. It's like each day, it, or it's like memento. It's like each day you learn this information again, and you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, yeah. What there is doing? though that blissful couple seconds when you're just waking up, and or if you get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and manage not to think about it at all, <laughs> like where everything is fine. Um, yeah, it's it's or just the the surrealness of it of like going outside and like it's a beautiful day and you're walking around and like everything is normal but also it's not. Um, it feels a little bit like an alien invasion. Although Johnny also said that would be worse. Don't compare it to to that. <laughs> well, um, I've been volunteering at uh, this nonprofit project, Angel Food, that's here in Los Angeles. It's a Meals on Wheels program. And um, there's a chef there who's like, you know, a full time um, employee there. And he was saying like, he was saying this didn't even compare to the riots. And uh, as far as like, unusual circumstances in Los Angeles because at least with the riots if you're privileged enough to not live in a certain neighborhood it didn't affect you as much um even oh for sure no that's out um, that is definitely true and like I think that is sort of what happened with America on this is that like they could have been showing footage of what was happening in China on American television, they just weren't at all. Yeah. Right. And now that we know that like people in the government like knew about this for a long time and were selling stocks because they knew it was going to tank the business market. But like it almost feels to me, put my tin hat on here, like it does feel a little bit like the American government purposely didn't talk about it so that business could go on as long as possible and they could like sell all their stocks and buy those telemarketing stocks. Yeah, Listen, uh, I wouldn't put it beyond anybody. Yeah, that, I don't yeah. even know if that's tinfoil hat. That's, that's like, like I don't think it's <laughs> no, it's logical, but it's like that. Some of the things that it's also crazy to see things happening that we've been told like could not happen, and now they're like doing those things. Some right. of them are good, um, such as trying to house people. Although again, it's like we could have been doing this for months. We should have been preparing for this, like you prepare for a big storm or something, and like. Right. Now. It's just not the way that humans' brains work, though. And that's why I think, like, I don't know. I was really uh, 
I think you posted this on your feed, Molly, and I, I've I've gone in and out of listening to this podcast, but I did revisit Truanon uh, this this week um, because I had heard that their one of their most recent coronavirus episode was pretty good, and I think that they had a really good perspective there of like, not necessarily like, I mean, there are some people who are like, the sky is so beautiful. Air pollution is down. Like, like coronavirus is a blessing. And no, that's very ghoulish. Like, do not say that. Like that is the wrong attitude to have. But I think that like the opportunity it presents at least to like really change things up is yeah. some kind of, it's still, it's not going to happen on its own, but it's going to take work. And I think definitely. That- that and was it, something that I took away from that. that and I think it's like it does accelerate it in two directions. Like there is the uh, eco-fascist people who are like the earth is cleansing itself <laughs> by like killing poor people. Yeah. It's like and, the group approach to. Uh, <laughs> well, some of the, the some of the eco-fascists and white supremacists are like grifting off of this and have podcasts about it that are like. I explain coronavirus and why it's, you know, good in some way. Um, And those podcasts are like number one on Apple right now because people are still aren't monitoring things like this in any meaningful way. So it does feel, yeah, it just feels more insane. I was like, what comes after hypernormalization? Yeah, I'm I'm glad. I think maybe I've just blocked it out by now because I did drive by the Grimes global warming is good billboard a few uh, a few times because it's sort of near where I live now. It's actually in between our studio and where I live now, but uh, uh, I, we are not going into the studio, obviously. Now. <laughs> but is that what that whole deal is? Is that what her her her? I think it's is? we don't know. I mean, <laughs> nobody who could say. <laughs> yeah, um, I do know that people lines, were like. Well, people yeah. were like, you know tagging elon musk on twitter and being like hey why don't you turn because he fought to keep tesla factories open and he wrote this letter to his employees saying that you were more likely to die in a car crash than from coronavirus yeah so keep coming to work and then people were like hey why don't you convert these into ventilator factories like they're doing in europe and he was like well if we ever ran out of ventilators i would consider that and everyone's like read the news yeah yeah newspaper like this is the chance for all of those technocrat guys to step up to the plate and like put their money where their mouth is and none of them are doing it. They all it's incredible. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's like none of them want to be, have the legacy of being the person who like saved the know. world. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird considering they all have this Messiah complex, but not when it actually matters. Right. Um, it's like a narcissistic Messiah complex. Also like and meanwhile Elon Christian is literally Siriano's doing the good work of making masks. Oh really? Did you guys see? No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah he's no, like I... sewing masks. Well again it's like on the flip side, there is this thing of people with 3D printers offering to print ventilators for free and, yeah. and print masks for hospital workers. Like there are a lot of people fighting, but it isn't any of the people with a lot of money. It's all the little people. Yeah. And that's just been the story of everything lately anyway. And now it's like, but in a crisis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really, I mean, I've been really my only outdoor activities have been going in to 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 volunteer in this kitchen um and 
it's it's just like it's it's heartening like if you want the opposite of being on social media all day and like feeling your like your head is about to explode because you've read about another senator who like dumped their stocks after they got the briefing about coronavirus like the opposite of that is being among people who are like willing to go out and help like very impacted people um through this and there are lots of them out there and like if you choose to put yourself among them i i swear it's it's very good brain vibes (laughs) yeah i have been out a little bit to support a group called reclaiming our homes that is like inspired by moms for housing doing a similar action in la where they liberated a bunch of houses in el sereno that are owned by caltrans yes those are the ones that had been vacant for 20 years yeah vacant for 20 years um they opened up a, a few more of them for a few more families. And then like today they sent in all these California highway patrolmen to guard the remaining houses to make sure that no more houses were turned into houses. It's just insane. So, That's so horrible. Yeah, I mean, so- it's also interesting because like the, it's really hard to wrap your mind around how in LA in particular, I mean, I guess in California, this is gonna impact unhoused communities. And I mean, we have rain coming, which by the time you hear this, it may already be raining, but it's raining, it's cold, there's a pandemic, and then there are these houses that have been vacant for decades. It's it, it's yeah. mind-boggling that anyone they, could try to defend them as like a useful vacant space right now. Right. It's evil because yeah. it's yeah. just evil. But you can support Reclaiming Our Homes project from home um, by calling there's a number I posted on my Twitter with uh, I'll, I'll tag it, I'll, I'll flag it. So yeah, support from home. You can still do things from home, even uh, if it's just calling your council members to yell at them about getting people housed. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. (sighs) 
<sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. Welcome back to Night Call. We're talking about spring break still because it's still spring break March. And today we're talking about the most 2003 movie ever made, The Real Cancun. This movie came out when reality shows were getting really popular and the movie business was thinking maybe reality shows were the future of movies as well that all people wanted was a reality show but longer (laughs) and on screen i mean they weren't wrong it's just the execution it it didn't land like they thought they (laughs) conducted a nationwide search for the 16 hottest spring breakers in america And ended up with these people. These people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who are all so boring that they make what might be one of the most boring movies ever made. But yeah, that to me is what I think is interesting about it in a weird way. It's it's cinema verite. It's so boring. Uh, Ron Herzog apparently loves it. Yeah, I, uh, this is amazing to find out. So this was from the Globe and Mail. Uh, there was an article that we'll put in our show notes. Um, Werner Herzog did catch one documentary he, quote, liked very much, Herzog says over the phone with the Globe and Mail. His voice is smooth and assured, if a bit monotonal. He speaks mon- monotonal? Which do you think, guys? I think monotonal. Monotonal. What yeah. if it were monotonal? Anyway, do the accent? What? I forget the, the title voice? and who made it. There we go. It was about a spring break in Cancun, Mexico, and the sole focus of the film was who, who, who would get laid first. It was so straightforward. I liked it for that. Was that okay? Oh yeah. <laughs> was- oh yeah. That was As somebody who has um, had the honor of sitting across the table from from. Mr. Herzog from Herr Herzog. Um, <laughs> I, I, I did my best. Uh, I think that I think that really sums it up. It's a it very a it's a very Herzog opinion to have because it is 
because I think even when you start to get into like why this film is a failure, these are all like arguments that Herzog has about documentary. Like this is the, like, I think for our eyes now, this is such a transparently like doctored and kind of tweaked and, and, and voiceovered reality product. Um, but I feel like that's totally his vibe though, is like, you know, print, print the legend, uh, like not the, you know, whatever. Wait, which do you print and which do you not print? I forget. You anyway. print the legend. Yeah, you print the legend. Uh, I don't really care about who, whether or not somebody was exactly saying <laughs> that line yeah. in that context, that sort of thing, which is like kind of, I feel like the first wave of sort of criticism around um, reality TV was really about that. Like, well, it's not reality, but I think we've all kind of been a nerd to that at this point. Um, right, because documentary is also always like structured in in yeah. ways and narrativized and that's why we all like ross mcelwee's sherman's march um excuse me <laughs> we all love it we all love it wait have you guys seen it it's just no it's it's supposed to be a documentary about sherman's march to the sea what, what? it's like a piece of southern history general sherman mm -hmm. And then you, it becomes, you have tried to sell me on this before. It's I so believe. good. You would both love it. It's supposed to be it's now, guys, the, it's now the time to watch Sherman's Yes. March. It ends and up great. It ends up just being this guy going around the South and talking to all of his ex-girlfriends and making oh. a documentary <laughs> just like about himself. And it's very good. But it's about how documentary documentary is is inherently right. personal. Mm -hmm. Nothing is objective. Yeah, meta dog. Even the real Cancun. Uh, so the yeah. deal, with the, real, the cast of characters is very. I mean, it, they were cast, correct? Like these these people were scouted, basically. They were scouted. Some of them seem to be ASU students. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they're from all over. So you've got the twins, of course. You've oh got God. the guy who's never had alcohol before. Um, you've got Laura Ramsey, who was then. Who, who is the only person who went on to have an acting career of these people. Um, it, it's a, it's the casting at the beginning when they were interviewing, like I think it was the third casting call when they were interviewing everyone. That was, I thought the best part of this. Yeah, totally. That felt like a total Christopher guest type opening. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, is this going to be like a comic gem? And then it was not. No, it but, was not. It, yeah. and it's very disappointing. That part also feels a little bit like pornography when they're like, so mm -hmm. do you like to party? Tell us about partying. Especially when they have the twins be like, so you guys don't like to watch each other naked? And they're like, ew, gross. I was like, ew, Ooh, what are they're we like, doing? Gross, we're gonna, they're like, we're going to challenge that notion later in this movie as one yeah. of the tiny plot arcs. Yeah, they, yeah, one of the, like, they're, they're barely arcs. They're like plot bumps. They're yes. plot pimples. Um, yeah. Didn't that feel relaxing in a way right now to watch what? something so absurdly low stakes? No, because, um, well, for one, there's so much body contact in this that all I was doing was thinking <laughs> about body contact and how yes. much I miss it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a lot of that. And then uh, it, it was so, the twins particularly um, were so cokey that I couldn't, um, like I was, I felt like I caught it by osmosis. Like I'm um, glad you were bringing this up. I had such a strong reaction to the twins. The twins are horrible. Like there's something really, really off two. about them. Yeah. Well, I will say all twins 
have a connection that we non-twins can never understand. It's not that it's not their connection though. It's like their vibe is very weird and jaw clenchy. Like doesn't it, it remind you how bad the early two thousands yeah. were also? Yeah. It's like again, just like don't romanticize this. It was gross. Nobody had eyebrows still. Yeah. And so I think we've gone like, too far you- in the other direction with the eyebrows. As we'll see after this I quarantine agree. is over, we're going to have, have a, a bushy brow. The eyebrows are going back to the land. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I, I can't even think of, like, now it feels also super unheard of to do a whole plot line around, like, this person has stated that they don't want to drink. And so we're going to, like, make it a gag to pre- peer pressure them to drink. Like, that, well, that- feels not like something like something that would happen in a movie like a scripted film yes um like an american pie or something no, it but specifically again like, is from can't hardly wait yeah and they play the music cue from can't hardly wait yeah that's right cool. oh my god it's the cool nerd from can't hardly wait who gets drunk and becomes cool and everyone likes him yeah but also that um, guy is like the most the only real character Oh, but I, I would actually, I would argue against that. I, I think he is the most doctored character in the whole show. Right, like, but they committed the to it. Movie. They were like, if you're going to make them these types on a spring break trip, then like at least give us some editing that makes it seem like these people have any personalities at all. Yeah. Well, the best scenes are like with him and um, who is the, there's like the two black guys and there's the bigger guy who like doesn't get any girls. Um, what, what was his the name? The two guys are Jarrell and Paul, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Jarrell. But- so it was Jarrell. Yeah. And they like have this really sweet friendship where they're just sort of commiserating them. about like not being able to talk to girls and yeah, in a way that doesn't feel like sad sacky, like whiny mopey, why don't like in Sully, why don't girls like me? It's just like these no, two dudes really who are just figuring out life. And it's yeah. it was a nice relationship. They're, they're in a different movie that is yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, and that plot line too with is the girl Sky that he likes. Yeah. Yeah, with that plot line of like the girl like two two of the people in the house getting sort of just flirting the whole time and then he hooks up with somebody else and she's like well you're supposed to wait and like fight harder for me yeah he's like we're only here for four days (laughs) right well she she came in with like a real wasn't she the one in the casting video at the beginning too where she had like this this whole speech about how she only wants to be with a guy where she's like wondering where he is and right. his double. Oh, right. She said, she said, somebody's hard to get. She said she doesn't and... like, yeah, she was like, the nice guys, those are the ones that I like don't end up with because I'm, I like the she mean seemed, guys. She seemed like a head of, she seemed from now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. As, yeah. yeah she, <laughs> she's the coolest, most relatable right? person on, yeah. The, in this movie. I, I mean, I on the show because it just feels well, like Well, that's the thing is like yeah. it demonstrates why reality TV maybe does work better in a TV format. There's not enough time right. to build anything out on these people. I've been watching Bravo's Summer House, which is basically like this, but summer and. Uh, over a long period of time, over an entire summer, but only on the weekends. Um, and Wait, there's you're also... only recorded on weekends. No, they only go to the summer house on the weekends. So much transportation. It's too much driving. They're gonna <laughs> just stay in the summer house once. Yeah, once... why don't they just live in the summer house? But like because once you... COVID no, hits, right? No, guys, like... you have to listen to my new podcast, Summer House Quarantine. <laughs> that I've been making to stop myself from going crazy um, because they all work 
in Manhattan and they that's how they can afford the share house for the summer is that they have here is the, the summer house Montauk oh in Montauk okay and the main characters in the first two seasons are twins called the workest twins they call themselves the workest circus in a really forced way over and over again I'll but, never watch this yeah it's not you gonna know, happen you don't have Sorry. to to listen to my podcast about it but it made me also understand Emily's love of Terrace House because I think just spending weeks with people makes you develop affection for them. Right. Where you're spending, it's not a forced, like you don't have to be around them all the time. So you're just having a normal life alongside people. Yeah. And, and more them. boring people, yeah. boring people reveal layers over per- a long period of time. This I can't is just believe like, none of you guys are using this opportunity that I get into Terrace House. That is I will my... watch Terrace House if you I'll watch, watch Summer House. Terrace House for Summer House. That's the barter in the new barter economy. I'll watch Terrace House for free, Emily. Hey, and I'll be your pest. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who's bartering I now? Like things. Um, yeah, I, I need more things to watch. Yeah, I need to. I mean, I haven't even really started the watching part of this whole experience because I only just got a couch yesterday, but I... Uh, I will be uh, spending a lot of time on the couch soon. Here's what I'll say, though. There is a limit to the amount of screen time that any human can tolerate. Yes. And you come up against it faster than you think. You think, I'm going to watch 10 movies every day and it'll be fine. But I can watch, like, a movie or two every day. And then I need to, like, be off a screen. I want to get into puzzles. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of crosswords. Well, um, speaking of things that are uh, pleasantly monotonous back to real Cancun real quick. Um, actually, I don't think it was that pleasantly monotonous. <laughs> I um, found it very pleasantly monotonous and that is why I recommended it. I like Werner Herzog. Enjoy. Well, it does feel like it does make you really, um, oh, makes you aware of, I think the particular like Bun and Murray slash MTV style of yes. reality um television or media making because so much so many of the rhythms of it are still even though this was you know five years before jersey shore they well that's it, what i was gonna say that's what's funny is that this was a failure and then yeah. they essentially did the same thing but with like more interesting people yeah and over a longer period of time and that's jersey shore but that's also like it's not just that they found more um interesting people it's that people understood how to be on reality television more by the time the jersey shore rolled around and then like even like the best i mean the first season is still the best season of Jersey, jersey shore because they know how to be on reality television but they don't know what they look like yet on reality television yes Once they become self-aware it goes downhill so fast true but the first season of any it. show is sort of pleasant because of that the first season of jersey shore is actually like it's great i think no, that it's great because it, yeah. it, it totally it was its own thing that there was a, a weird kind of like innocence and it had kind of a genuine heart that in retrospect, you're like, no, it was there. Like, I, I think at the time we were all sort of being a little skeptical about it or maybe, maybe not. But I mean, well, I it, think was also, it was fascinating because like half of them weren't Italian uh-huh. and it sort of showed the universality of Guido culture. Yeah. 
as a thing that anyone can decide is their is their identity. <laughs> but also beyond the Guido culture thing and beyond it being like a document of, you know, a, a subculture, I guess. I I feel like, and I can't remember if I've said this on the podcast or just to you guys off offline, but like I do feel that the more I think about Jersey Shore, the, the more it feels like this sort of um multi-year project to like excise 2000s culture out of pop culture because it was basically like showing the most exaggerated cartoonish version of all the stuff that you see in the real Cancun and all the stuff that had been on seasons of real world before that and other reality shows and and the the the, the type of clubbing the methodology of clubbing like the music like all of it kind of like just pumped up to 11 to like make it into like an object of mockery for a lot of people, even though like I would agree that there's like a lot of part in that show. Most of it is sort of a send up of, of this thing. Totally. It's like a satire, but it yeah. also, it has more of, there's something to believe in. I can't believe I'm saying this, but with Jersey Shore, <laughs> you can, there's texture that when I was watching the real Cancun, I think I expected that same texture of just like oh that person's so ridiculous but like with time you kind of grow fond of them and you realize like that they're getting this kind of sense of who they are through this remove right and on Cancun you're right that it, it's so even though it's only a few years or five years before it's you said five years before Jersey Shore was Jersey Shore because so, this was 2004 it came out and Jersey Shore was 09 I believe so yeah so yeah. it's not that much time that's passed, but the difference in, I mean, these people I think are just so much more, res- like not reserved, but their, their personalities are flat in real yeah. Cancun, which I was surprised yeah. to see. And it's also just like they made a very 101 level mistake of just casting a bunch of like interchangeable blondes too, that you yeah. literally cannot tell apart. Like I couldn't understand what was yep. going on for so long. So I'm like, who's that? And the, all the, du- like half the dudes look the same too. It's just like, and it's I think shows got better about that over time. Like not. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, I just like, want to make out. He looks everybody. like Roman from party down. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, party down. I, I I saw somebody on social media who's starting a party down watch for the first oh, time. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's a, that's a good downer, uh, but a fantastic show. Recommended. Great show. Um, <sighs> I think also Jersey Shore came out of the, the MTV documentaries, the MTV True Life. They had a few yeah. episodes that were yeah. True Life. I'm so going good. to the Jersey Shore. Yeah. And they must have known always that those episodes were particularly good and that that was a, just a goldmine for yeah. reality television. So, yeah. And it's, and that's the difference in like, you know, whoever is producing these episodes, those episodes of, of True Life, where it's like you stumble across a scene that has legs, that has like, you know, has some, places you can go within it um as opposed to just setting up this sort of um cookie cutter situation of like we're just gonna throw a bunch of young hot people in a house and give them alcohol that's not a scene like that's just like a that's a very um actually pretty banal situation as opposed to like this very specific place in new jersey where a very specific kind of like party culture happens yeah and I've been thinking about Jersey Shore because I've been watching Summer House which is basically Jersey Shore but with wasps mm-hmm. and it's just interesting as like ethnography because again they're kind of boring and repressed but then occasionally they do get really drunk and reveal some weird thing about themselves 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a subculture in its own way. Repression is a sub- subculture. <laughs> um, well, uh, I, I had never watched this. I remember it being in theaters, though. I feel like I had some friends who worked so at the movie briefly. theater that summer. Didn't it, like, I watched it and then a month later it was like okay this is just straight because it was it it lost money at the box office yeah I think it, I watched it on TiVo maybe like the first TiVo oh wait I thought it was 04 it, uh, Wikipedia saying it was it was 03 that it came out so it must have been about a spring break a year before I don't know Tess yeah. you were going to spring break around this time you bet yeah you bet. It how, your experience. how realistic I mean, I didn't go to Cancun, but it's it was totally realistic to me. Uh, the only thing that wasn't realistic was the fact that there were so many people who were who had like these kind of inner relationships. Whereas in my experience, it's like you and your small group, and then you hang out with a couple of people, and then the next night, different people. Um, I feel so embarrassed every time. Honestly, this whole month has been. Uh, a therapeutic delve into like how do I feel about my time doing all those spring breaks um, but yeah I mean it 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 was pretty faithful a lot of like I mean the did you go to a club like Club Cocobongo yeah I did <laughs> I mean, what was it called well I, I actually don't remember but I was thinking when I was reading the Wikipedia about this about the real Cancun after I finished it I was like man I think I booked um or no, it was it was after we were after I was reading the articles about uh, spring break, like not being canceled and people continuing to go on spring break with coronavirus. I was like, I think I booked through STS or maybe it was like STA. But it was I was like, man, these travel agencies that exclusively work in spring break have like it's, it's still the same agencies, which seemed yeah. right. It's probably been the same. Now. It's probably um, the same since like where the boys are. It's probably yeah, just- probably. Student, student travel, travel services yeah. um but yeah i don't remember i don't remember the names of any of the the places that we went to but as i talked about in our newsletter for spring break month um and if you want our newsletter you should subscribe to our patreon uh but the, honestly the best spring break was the jankiest spring break which was um in panama city beach and that had a club that was very real cancun yeah. I've Did never you do been like to a any place like that? In I want to go so bad. It looks so fun. <laughs> I mean, I've been to clubs in Vegas. That's the closest thing. That's. Yeah, I mean, now not... those clubs sound appealing because we're we've been under quarantine, and like Emily said, when you just see like a bunch of yeah. bodies smashing together, now my first thought is like that's so irresponsible, and then it's yeah. like no, only right now. In general, that's actually maybe good. I saw one business advertising. Uh, a strip club that they were going to stay open and offer dances through a glass panel and also antibacterial wrestling. <laughs> wait, that's a waste of anti. Wait, are they wrestling in antibacterial? Gel? Supposedly, but probably not amazing. really, but it's really a funny image and a great idea. Yes. Cause it did make me think like, what if everyone was just doused in antibacterial? Oh my God, your skin party? would be so dry. It would but just be could- a nightmare. But we could just party at Club Coco Bongo. It's true. <laughs> Let's go back to Club Coco Bongo. I'm sure. It's, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's like thriving right now. I'm sure it's uh, with disease. Um, well, 
I was glad to watch Real Cancun, uh, a very important chapter in the history of American Spring Break. Um, but we'll be back next week with another episode of Night Call. We'll still be uh, churning out the eps from home, so uh, we expect no gap in our broadcasting, so stick with us. Um, and Night Call is a iHeartMedia production. Anna Hosnia is our executive producer. Joelle Smith is our producer. And Zach McKeever is our engineer. And Lawrence Strumpf is our editor. You can follow us on social media at NightCallPod on Twitter and NightCallPodcast on Facebook and Instagram. You can support us on Patreon. We're on patreon.com slash nightcall. And you can support us to get bonus episodes, our newsletters, uh, merch, and all sorts of fun stuff. And if you are not already, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a rating and a review. We really appreciate it. We'll be back next week. Spring break forever? Question mark? Night Call is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease are you still searching for your perfect place to call home well now is the time to buy at fisher homes if you're looking to move in before the end of 2024 may could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end if you're hoping to move in even sooner fisher homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you where you can start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home hey guys back at the playground again huh yep you know what this playground could use a wine country heck yeah and some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. 
because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Wherever you listen to your favorite shows.